This is the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Dr. Julie Capel, episode number 89. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. It's nighttime here in Michigan, and I usually don't record a podcast this late, um, but I decided tonight to record one for you because I just got off a call with one of my coaching clients, and we were talking about thoughts and feelings, and I just got really excited about recording this podcast about how to have a better relationship with your thoughts. So I have the windows open because it's a beautiful night. So if you hear crickets or something in the background, it's because it's nighttime here and I have the windows open. So hopefully that won't be too distracting. But before we get into this interesting podcast that I'm very excited about, I just want to thank you for reaching out to me, sending me emails, signing up for my Wednesday Weekly Words. I really appreciate knowing that you're out there listening. I appreciate your feedback, and I welcome any suggestions for the podcast. I do have some interviews lined up for the next few weeks. I'm hoping um, that the next podcast after this one will be an interview. So I hope that you'll look forward to that. I'm trying to gather up some guests that I think will be interesting and also useful to you. And I frequently have people reach out to me on LinkedIn and sometimes on Facebook asking to be on the podcast. So I'm kind of weeding through those to choose the ones that I think will be most helpful to us. So stay tuned for that. Hopefully that will be in the next few weeks. We'll have some more interviews. I'm also hoping to line up some more personality profiling information for you with Bridget Capel, my daughter. And if you have anything you want to talk about on the podcast, just send me an email at jacapeldvm at gmail.com and we'll get it on the podcast. So today we are going to talk about how to create a better relationship with your thoughts. So depending on what research you look at, it is thought that we have 6,000 thoughts a day. And most of these thoughts are things that we habitually keep repeating to ourselves. They're thoughts that we have over and over again, because many of the thoughts that we have running through our brain are things that we have glommed onto um, from our past, things that happened to us in childhood, things that happened to us, some trauma or something that happened in our lives. And those thoughts kind of get turned into these beliefs in our brain. And so we have these thoughts that we think over and over again, which isn't always useful. So in order to understand that, we need to start being more aware of what we are thinking. As you may or may not know, if you've listened to me before on the podcast, we talk about how our thoughts create our feelings and our feelings create our actions. And then what we do, those actions actually create our results in life. So whatever the things are that you're getting in your life right now are directly related to the things that you're thinking. 
And so we really want to learn how to be aware of what's going on in our brain. It becomes something very powerful when you practice noticing what you're thinking and then really thinking about those thoughts, thinking about what you're thinking. So we have this inner dialogue with ourselves, and that dialogue goes a long way into creating our mood or our emotions. So when you're, you're in a very bad mood, let's say you're feeling kind of cranky and upset at work, or um, the people that are around you are getting on your nerves, that isn't really the problem. The problem is that the thoughts that you're having are creating that sour, cranky mood. And the sooner you can become aware of that, the sooner you can create control and you can understand that the bad mood that you're in is not because you're tired or it's not because the clients are being mean to you or the team members are not doing what you're asking them to do. The cranky mood or the foul mood is because of what your brain is telling you. And it may be something that you learned long, long ago about the way people treat you and the way you should feel when people treat you in a negative way. And the sooner you can start to understand the thinking that's coming from that part of your brain that spews out those negative thoughts, the sooner you can create some space and some grace around yourself and then work to change Because if you don't like being in a sour mood, if you don't want to feel negatively every day, if starting to understand where that negativity is coming from and it's just coming from your thoughts allows you to take more control. So as you begin to observe your own thoughts, that helps you to tease out the difference between a thought that you're having and you personally. Because do you ever feel like you're just a negative person or I'm just a person that can't control what I eat? I'm just a person that procrastinates. You have these stories in your head. One of mine is I'm not very focused and I'm easily distracted. That's one of the thoughts that I have often. And those thoughts were ingrained in us somewhere back, way back in our childhood, either by something someone told us or some experience that we had. But because we continue to think these things over and over again, they become deeply ingrained and and actually become things that we believe are true. And we think that it's actual truth about us personally. However, what it really is, it's just these thoughts that we've been thinking so long and so over and over again, so many times they've come up in our brain that we start to really believe them as truths. So if we can observe the thoughts that we have and realize that they are just thoughts that we can change Then we can start to pull apart the thoughts from our essence or our being. They don't define us. The thoughts that we have don't define us, but we define the thoughts that we have. And the thoughts are under our control. So 
I have this meditation app that I do. Um, Not every morning because I'm not very focused. As you know, that's one of my beliefs. But I do it often enough that it's kind of a regular habit of mine. I do this meditation app in the morning for 10 minutes. And on my meditation app, there's this little man's voice that kind of guides me through the meditation. And when he talks about clearing our minds, he will say things like, look at the thoughts as they come into your mind understand that they're just thoughts and then take those thoughts and allow them to pass through your brain like clouds in the sky is what he says and he says it in this really calming you know very interesting voice but basically what he says is allow the thoughts to pass by and observe them like clouds in the sky And so when I decided to do this podcast, I thought that's a really good way to think about observing your thoughts because thoughts are kind of like clouds. They, They fly through your mind, sometimes really fast, like on a really windy day, and sometimes they kind of float through. And you'll notice them if you start to be aware. You'll notice when you're in a foul mood or you start to feel kind of depressed or slow in your life that these thoughts are kind of flying through your brain without you really realizing it. And so if you can start to think of them as clouds that you can actually look at and maybe observe the shape of them like you do when you look at a cloudy day. You can sometimes see shapes in the clouds. If you can look at those thoughts and think of them as actual physical things that you can look at, then you can allow them to pass through without affecting you in a negative way. And when you start to realize that the thoughts are things that you can control, then you can start to pick at them and say, well, this one I want to keep and this one I want to let go. So this one I'm going to let fly away like a cloud. This one I'm going to pull in and hang on to. I want to hang on to the thought that I am powerful over my thoughts or something like that. So just observing and being aware and creating a better relationship with with what's going on in your brain will allow you to accept yourself better and then also allow you to have better control over what you want in your life and the results that you want in your life. So what we want to do is realize that our thoughts are just thoughts. They are not you and they have no power over you but you do have power over them. So the example that I wanted to give you here is when you think of your thoughts as just being thoughts is the example of overeating. As you may or may not know, I am a weight loss coach. And the reason that I wanted to become a weight loss coach is because overeating and struggling with weight has always been something for me. It's been a struggle for me. And so when I started to get into life coaching, I learned about a concept called buffering. And what buffering means is that when we are trying to avoid our emotions, which we know come from these thoughts that we have, when we are trying to avoid painful emotions or trying to avoid something that we need to do in our life that we don't want to do or we fear, then we engage in buffering. And buffering just means using something to distract your brain from something it doesn't want to face. And so in my case, when I talk about overeating or stress eating is what I always called it, is I would use food 
in order to calm myself down if I was feeling stressed or I was feeling fearful or there was something that I was trying to avoid working out in my brain. So this concept of buffering or if you, let's say you drink wine or you watch too much TV or you overindulge in social media or there's so many ways that you can buffer. But if you are one of those people that hasn't really spent time understanding your thoughts and being able to tease them out and realizing when you're trying to avoid something, some kind of fear, or you're having thoughts that make you feel stressed, which is what I would use food for. When you start to understand that they're just thoughts, then you can understand why you do the things that you do. So why do you overeat? Why do you overdrink? Why do you watch too much TV or Netflix? Why is it that you don't want to deal with what's going on in your brain? And so understanding that these thoughts do not have any power over you, that you are all powerful over your own thoughts, it will allow you to let go of some of these bad habits that you have. And then it opens up a whole new world of goal setting, of accomplishments that you've really never dreamed of because you've spent so much time not understanding what's going on in your brain. So creating a better relationship with your thoughts will allow you to change some of the habits that you want to change, whether it's overeating or any of the things. So another reason for creating this better relationship and understanding your thoughts is because we can realize that our opinion is just our opinion. Your What you believe and what your opinion is about any subject is basically just your thoughts. And the reason this, this is important is we often think that the things that we think are the right things. And this is where judgment comes from. And I don't know if you're a very judgy person, but I do have a tendency to be judgy. And a lot of that comes from the way I think because I think I have the correct thoughts. And if you can create a better relationship with your thoughts, you will start to understand that your opinions are yours and other people's opinions are theirs. And just because you have this opinion doesn't mean that the other person isn't right as well as you are. So the way I think about this is when we talk about clients. There's so many times when clients come into the veterinary hospital and they want to do a certain thing. Let's say there's a pet that has a terrible, terrible trench mouth. Let's say you lift up that lip to look in their mouth and there's just pus and loose teeth and all kinds of nastiness and the smell almost knocks you over. And I know you've all had this experience because we all have it a lot. So let's say that this particular client um, that you look at the pet's teeth, and this just actually happened to me the other day. Um, you go to the client and you say, you know, this pet's got terrible teeth. They're all infected. They're loose. This pet needs a dental. It needs it cleaned. It, it needs its teeth cleaned. And so I said this to this lady the other day after I looked at her pet's teeth. And I think it was he was nine years old. And I said, has he ever had his teeth cleaned before? And she said, no, and that's why I'm really afraid to put him under. 
So to me, that didn't make any sense. I'm like, well, what do you mean? He's never had him clean before. He's never been under. Why would you be afraid to put him under? That just doesn't make any sense to me. But she was very adamant that she was fearful that this pet might die and that he couldn't have a dental. And there was just no way she was going to do it. And so when I talked to her about, you know, the different options that he really needs to have anesthesia to have a teeth cleaning, there's really no way to clean them. He's going to have problems, you know, the rest of his life. He's going to have infections, all the things, nothing I could say could convince her that her pet wasn't going to die under anesthesia. So if I'm very, very aware that my opinion is just my opinion, then that opinion of mine that this dog really needs a dental, even though it's professional and I know that I'm right, allows me to understand where her thoughts are coming from. It allows me to open up and say, I understand that she's fearful of anesthetic. I understand that she thinks her pet's going to die if he goes under anesthetic. And there's only so much I can do to convince her otherwise, because she has this deep-seated belief that something bad could happen to her pet. And I know that something bad could happen to her pet, even though it's a remote possibility. I think something bad's going to happen to him with the rotten teeth, but Understanding that my thoughts and my opinions are only my own allows me to be okay with her opinion, whether I think it's wrong or not. So what that does is it allows me to accept that my thoughts are just my thoughts and her thoughts are just her thoughts and her thoughts are no better than mine and her thoughts are no worse than mine. And the beauty of thinking this way when you're dealing with clients and they have a different opinion than you do is it allows you to let it go and not take it personally and not worry about it and not be up at night thinking that this dog should have a dental and it's your job to convince her otherwise. It allows you to have freedom over this pressure that we all put on ourselves to infuse or impose our opinions on clients because we think that we know better because we have been trained to know better and in truth we do know better but if you create the ability to examine your own thoughts you will allow yourself to let go of the guilt and the judgy thoughts that you're having about clients when they disagree with you. And that's what makes this such a powerful concept for us. So probably by now you're having thoughts that I'm crazy and this doesn't work. And how, how can you do this? How can you observe your thoughts and not be judgy and not think negatively of clients? And how do you let it go? And it really isn't that easy. You know, it, it sounds easy when I'm saying, oh, just get to know your thoughts, get a better relationship with your thoughts. But truly, this is valuable work. This is worth the work of coaching yourself to understand your thoughts and how they influence your feelings and your actions in order to set you free, set you free from trying to impose your judgment on other people, set you free from the things that you've thought about yourself when you were young. So it's work. It takes work. It's not something that's easy to do, but it's very 
valuable. It's it's so worth it if you can learn how to start doing this. So let me go through a few things that you can do to make this easier. Learning to create this better relationship with your thoughts. So the first step in doing this is think of something that's triggering to you, a situation. So pick a situation. It just has to be one thing that makes you feel triggered or upset or angry even. And let's practice through it. So make a list of the feelings that you're feeling around this situation. And if you can do a thought download and write all your thoughts about it, that's going to help you tease out the thoughts from the feelings and from the actual facts of the situation. So pick a situation or a circumstance. And then after you do your thought download and write down all the things that you're thinking about it and push yourself to do this, then you're going to want to stop and feel centered or try to center yourself with with some slow, deep breaths in order to decrease the anger, decrease the angst or the stress around this situation that feels so triggering to you. And now that all your thoughts are on the piece of paper, remind yourself that what's going on emotionally for you right now because of these thoughts is not real. It's the thoughts. And then observe those thoughts You are the maker. You are the creator of your thoughts. And that's really good news because it means that you can change the way you respond to all those thoughts that you're having. So if you look at that thought download as you're trying to center yourself and remain calm and really think about the fact that you're creating the situation for yourself, it will allow you to feel less anxious And allow you to start teasing out the thoughts that you'd rather get rid of and that you would like to keep or allow yourself to keep. And really think about the emotions that come from each thought. If you can take each thought one at a time and feel the actual emotion that's coming from it, then you can start to experience the thought for what it is. It's just a thought. And sometimes it helps to notice the sensations in your body as you're feeling the emotion that's coming up for you. So when I'm feeling really stressed and I want to eat, it really helps for me to sit down, take some deep breaths, and think about why it is that I'm thinking about food. What is it that I think food's going to do to help me get through the stress that I'm feeling? And as I understand the thoughts that are creating my stress, I can let go of the thoughts that are creating me to want to eat or buffer those feelings of stress away. So just accepting that I might feel a little bit of of tension in my body when I'm feeling stressed from work and that those stressful feelings are making me want to buffer with food then I can break that cycle with the food and just realize that the stress isn't coming from the fact that I need to eat. It's coming from the fact that I feel stress and there's some thought that's causing that stress for me. And then as you accept that your feelings are okay and that you can handle them, this examination of the thoughts allows you to be confident that you can handle the emotions that are coming up for you. 
And sometimes you might have to pick some other thoughts to think. Something like, I'm strong. I can handle this. This isn't as stressful as I think it is. I need to let this go. My thoughts are my thoughts. The other client's thoughts are their thoughts. So I'm not going to be stressed about this person that doesn't want to clean her dog's teeth. That's not something that I need to worry about. I can start to let those thoughts go. And letting the thoughts go and letting the feelings go isn't as easy as I'm making it sound. But allowing yourself to feel empathy for the fact that you're trying to learn to understand your emotions and understand your thoughts will allow you to validate the things that you're feeling and actually change those things that your brain tells yourself. You know, we all have this self-talk that goes on in our brain from that little chihuahua that I always talk about on the podcast, that that negative chihuahua brain, I call it. We have this self-talk that oftentimes is negative, and it oftentimes comes from painful emotions that we experienced in our past. But as you examine your thoughts and as you create this better relationship with your thinking, you can understand the emotions that come up for you. If it's guilt or if it's anger or if it's stress, you can allow those emotions to come up without beating yourself up. Because you can understand that thoughts are just thoughts and you have power over the thoughts. And that's great, great, great news. Even though it's hard, even though it's, it's a difficult exercise to really understand your brain, it's great news because you have the power to change it. And that's why I love coaching so much. It's so exciting when you can get somebody to see that a lot of the stress and pain they're putting themselves through is self-inflicted. And it's not blaming you for creating negative, negative emotions. It's not blaming your brain for causing your problems. It's understanding your brain and loving your brain and loving the way you think. So you can have empathy for yourself and you can love yourself even when your chihuahua brain is telling you that you're a terrible person or telling you that you need to go eat some ice cream because it's stressed out. There's all these things that you can learn about yourself that allows you to feel empathy and to understand yourself and just love yourself for who you are. And loving yourself for who you are is a huge first step in understanding your thoughts and changing the way you feel about your life. So what I would like you to take away from this podcast is an awareness of your moods and the way you're feeling your emotions and then awareness of what you're thinking. So throughout your day today, take a pause and make a formal announcement to yourself that you're going to shift your attitude in relation to your thoughts. Let go of judging yourself. Let go of judging your thoughts. And just let those thoughts be and notice them. Let them go through your brain like my meditation guy says to let the clouds go through. Let them go through your brain like the clouds, but notice them without judgment, without trying to fix them right away, because the real exercise is understanding them. 
and getting rid of the little voice that beats you up for even having them. Vow to stop judging the thoughts that you're having. So I want to leave you with this quote from Byron Katie that kind of sums up this whole podcast. It says, The most important relationship is the mind's relationship with itself. In other words, the ultimate and really the only relationship you have is the relationship with your own thoughts. And that really sums up what I'm talking about here, is having that intimate, loving, non-judgmental relationship with yourself and what you think. So thanks for listening to me today on the podcast. I've really enjoyed it. This was a fun podcast for me. I just got really excited when I started thinking about this concept. And I really love working on my brain, so I hope you do as well. If you are struggling, as I always say, reach out for help. Get a therapist, reach out for coaching. You can go to my website, juliecapel.com or veterinarylifecoach.com and sign up for a free coaching session with me. Please go to my website anyway and get my Wednesday weekly words. If you um, put your email in to the little pop-up box that pops up, you will get a weekly email from me with just a kind of a mini blog of encouragement. Please follow me on Instagram and my Facebook page. Look me up. Um, I've got some followers there and I'd love to see you. And if you like what you're hearing on the podcast, please go to iTunes and give me a five-star review. The more reviews we can get, the more people we can get the podcast to. So we'll have more people joining us each week. So thanks so much for being here this week. I really enjoy talking to you. I'll be here next week. Hopefully I will have an interview for you so it won't just be, be me on the podcast. And I'm really looking forward it forward to it. So have a beautiful week. Enjoy examining your thoughts this week and let me know how it goes. Have a beautiful, productive week. Bye.